Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Everybody. Welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life podcast with Hannah and Joy. And this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time of day it might be that you're listening, <laughs> it's evening for us recording, but whatever time of day it is for you, we are discussing intercessory prayer um, this evening for us. I think I've said that enough now, don't you, Joy? Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! So (laughs) this is a good start. I'm going to hand it over. I know, I know. I'm going to hand it over to Joy very swiftly now and say, Joy, intercessory prayer. What is that? Yeah, I just want to clarify that the introduction that Hannah did there was done without (laughs) any taking of alcohol at all. It's just how it came out. (laughs) None, never. Yeah, just in case people were wondering. That um, sleep deprivation, that is. Yeah. Um, okay, so intercessory prayer, I guess we're, we're talking about really praying for other people, interceding um, on people's behalf to God. Um, I just think of it as bringing God into someone's situation, standing alongside them, and, yeah, seeing how I can show God's love to them. So, yeah, it's really bringing people's sort of requests and and their needs before God and standing with them and supporting them with it and so that can be with people that know Jesus or people that don't it can be with perfect strangers and um, or it can be from afar you know I, I'm sure you had a like me have prayed for people you know in war-torn countries or people that you don't personally know and so there's all different levels of praying for others But what you're trying to do is um, intercede for them and see God move in their lives and help them to know that you are standing with them. And because we already need that, don't we? That sometimes actually we just need people to stand with us in prayer. Um, We feel like we're in the midst of something that just feels like we need. Not that God is more likely to listen if someone else prays as well but that you just want someone's support, you want someone's love, you want someone also praying. Like the more people that can pray, the better, because you sort of feel bolstered by that. That's certainly how I felt when people have prayed for me. Yeah, definitely. And I think we all hit patches of time, don't we, where we feel like we can't utter the words ourselves or we don't know what to ask for or what to pray. And I feel there's so much comfort in, because we are looking at we spent quite a long time in Romans 8 at church at the moment so we're talking about the spirit groaning for you so there's comfort in knowing that that like even me just going ah like (laughs) God will understand that yeah (laughs) he will understand thank goodness he'll understand what I am trying to express and with the Holy Spirit living in me he prays for me to the Father and then also the truth of knowing that regardless of who we pray for and how we pray like we have Jesus praying for us in heaven like interceding for us in heaven and so it talks about that in Hebrews doesn't it he stands constantly making intercession for us for believers so we have that assurance and comfort that should like that kind of is enough you've got Jesus sat at the right hand throne of the father of God 
Father God praying for us, got Holy Spirit living within us that helps us pray when we can't even yeah. find the words. But then it's just so comforting to have, be part of this family of believers, these people of God who physically exist alongside you in your day-to-day life, who will come alongside you mm. and pray for you at times when you can't do it for yourself. Um, but then also knowing, okay, well, I've got the Spirit in me. I've got Jesus in heaven praying for me. I really, I'm going to ask for these people all around me who don't know him for like a blessing in their life, for him to come and meet with them, to him to come and help Mm -hmm. them because they don't have those things yet. Hopefully, like they would love for them to have those things, but they don't have them yet. So I will pray for them. And just looking up, looking up the dictionary definition Oh, she's on it. I'm on it. She's on it so, after that intro. You've got to prove yourself now, haven't you? Uh, no, I, I know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So um, intercession just defined as the action of intervening on behalf of another. And yeah. Or then, you know, it's Presbyn says the action of saying a prayer on behalf of another. Um. So, yeah, I guess we have it modelled to us as believers. Jesus stands in the gap of miscommunication between us and our father in heaven. He stands in the gap and he prays for us. So then also we can stand for people that don't know him or even people that do know him that just need their family of believers Mm. around them and pray for them too. Yeah. Yeah. And we, so thinking firstly of like you praying with fellow believers, also it can be that sometimes you struggle to have faith in a particular area yeah, and there's yeah. someone that actually yeah. has really seen God move really powerfully yeah. in that area. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice if you're praying for healing for someone to be praying alongside someone who's seen people healed because yeah. they're going into that um, situation with faith. There's like, I know that God can heal. Yeah. Um, or even just, you know, if you're stuck in a situation where you're seeking financial provision and you're struggling to trust God with with your money yeah. then actually asking someone a really good friend to pray for you who who understands that or yeah. who has seen God provide doesn't mean that we have to have always seen something in order to pray for someone at all but it's really nice when you can say to someone you know I love the faith that God has given you because you you've seen him you know, look after you in this area. Can you pray for me in it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's often like a real sort of faith-filled prayer there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's, I also love when I pray for other people is getting to share something of what God's done in me or yeah. taught me with other people. You are getting to share that with them. And just standing alongside people is so important, isn't it? Because, yeah, definitely. you know, the world that's not you know the outside world not in the church desperately needs that like people need support people need others to stand with them and we have that amazing blessing of being able to do that which sometimes I feel like we don't really use enough no. or recognize yeah. how important it yeah. is right because it's, it's so powerful it's so <laughs> powerful yeah and then when you go onto the streets and you say to people well, can I pray for you for anything and you're often blown away with them going yeah all right and you think, mm. what an amazing privilege. Like, these people don't know Jesus. And I'm getting to just stand here on the street and intercede for them. Yeah. Um, and I get to do that in prison all the time as a chaplain. And, and I just love that because I think you're, you're making space, you're making room for God to come and minister to these people who don't know him. 
Yeah. Um, they might not know, even know what they think about him, but you're inviting him into that space and you're bringing someone's requests before God. Yeah. And I think that's an amazing privilege. Oh, yeah, definitely. And going back, I think what you were saying before about um, just standing alongside people and people praying for you who've had different experiences, like that has so been true in my life. Like I think of some of the really critical times of just, it, you know, on the really big things. So for us, like having real fertility problems with before we got pregnant with um, Bethan, and but then after Bethan, and the doctor saying if you would like another child, probably start trying sooner rather than later because your fertility is heightened. You've just had a baby, but then so thinking, okay, yeah, let's do that. And then it not happening again and just the disappointment and sadness of that and then going back to the doctor. And I had a friend, um, wonderful, lovely, she's such a lovely woman. And she was just like, can I pray for you? I believe, like, I believe for you. And I I was a bit like, I I was really, I, I wasn't like, oh no, I don't really want you. I really wanted her to, but I meant more like I was just a bit like, oh, I'd really like that. Don't yeah. really know if I believe that anything's going to yeah, happen. Sure. So mm. you don't even hope, do you? Sometimes, yeah. But, um, she prayed for me, and then and then we conceived Rianne. And I, I, I mean, you don't know, do you, what exactly has been the point that's made a change? But when she prayed for me, I felt something just physically. Mm. move I can't even really explain it of just I just felt like something had happened in that moment so I put I do put it down to that prayer that things changed for us because I felt something physically shift and and so then since that now that's my experience and I know like that doesn't happen for everyone and it breaks my heart it doesn't happen for everyone I've got a really a lovely woman who I really love who it hasn't happened for that she has conceived and it just breaks my heart for her um but having had that experience myself I then now love to pray for people in a similar situation because and and not that I think you know God's got something different to do in everybody hasn't he and maybe it Mm. won't happen here and Maybe it will happen there. But yeah, I think once you've experienced something yourself personally and it's meant a lot, you particularly want to pray for those things for other yeah, people, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and like you said, you know, having faith for it, you don't always, particularly if you've mm. hoped and yeah. then been disappointed. Yeah. And that's happened multiple times. You don't always have hope for it. So to yeah. have someone come in and go, I have hope for it. Yeah. I'm going to pray. I'm gonna, yeah. it's, it's so encouraging because yeah. it just sometimes needs, it gives you what you need in that moment in time. And the other thing that's crucial that happens in praying for people, which covers a podcast that we've already done, is that you hopefully get to hear the voice of God. Yeah. So whenever I'm praying for someone, um, Less so if it isn't a believer, because (laughs) I have to admit, I need more courage to say something (laughs) then, as we've shared before. But I'm saying to God, you know, God, as I'm praying for this person, is there anything that you're specifically wanting to talk about? Is there anything that you're wanting to highlight? Is there anything you are particularly wanting me to pray over this person? And if not, then I just pray. Um, But sometimes there are times where I feel like I hear God say a particular 
um, word to me or something that I might be able to bring and just pray into and say, is this right? And then it can sometimes feel like it unlocks um, a situation, you know, someone might come to you, for example, I've had before, they come to you for something to do with healing. And actually, God might give you something to do with, speak to you about something to do with like their emotions or how they're doing or a situation mm. that they're really anxious about yeah. that's playing out in physical ailment. Yeah. Um, and then when you speak into that and they sort of then see, oh my goodness, God knows and he's going to deal with this. You know, it's, I love seeing that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're and you're getting to do that with them and getting to partner with them in it and getting to encourage them and love them in it. Because the whole point of this, of why we do this, is to show love, isn't it? It's to be motivated by love, to show God's love to them, whether they know him or not. If they don't know him, then hopefully it's to encourage him to explore who God is and the fact that yeah. he loves them and what he's done for them. But if they're a believer, we can also forget that as well. Like yeah. we, we still really need to be reminded about the love of God. And so actually coming alongside someone and praying that with them. Yeah. is super encouraging, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely is. And how you do that. I, we in our hope group last week were looking at um, passage in Luke. We were making our way through Luke and it was talking about, um, it was just it was just talking about like making the word was impudence we got really hung up on of sort of like oh what does that mean and so it sort of led us to as a group discussing like being audacious in our prayers like almost like Mm, the translation of it was something like almost like disrespectfully like persistent um, wow. And I'm like, wow, that's quite a level of kind of ask, 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 ask. And like, mm. but I think that's really, especially in accessory prayer as well. Like, I think it's really important that, isn't it? Like, keep asking, keep asking. Some people you come across and it's just one encounter and it's a significant time. And, you know, your your particular part of their story is kind of done there and move on. But I do really think like, there is a real call to real persistent prayer for people yeah. as well, isn't yeah. there? And not just kind of, I'll ask once, like if we yeah. really care about it, inevitably you persistently ask, don't you? You don't want to let yeah. it go. You're like, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm going to ask and I'm going to ask and I'm going to ask. And then that led us on to talking as well about just um, being really specific in prayers and actually I spoke about you remember when we used to do years ago joy we used to have um our daytime like life yeah, group. Home yeah. Group. yeah yeah and John was I I'm I meant to ask you actually so I'll ask you now while we're, we're recording but um so we were talking about the app that John was making do you remember it where we the had, prayer app yeah yeah different columns so we'd be specific about a request and then we'd move it over into the different column when he mm. had answered it so we would try and keep a bit of a record of where he has answered prayer what has he done with that 
God, that is it's answered prayer, not John, just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. John is just in their business of going around answering <laughs> prayers. <laughs> you can text him on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that. No. <laughs> yeah, I need to find out the inf- I need to find out the information to that and I'll give it to you probably when we're not recording. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, there is something about being specific isn't there because I think we talked about this in another one that you can you can ask for something but we be really vague and then when an answer comes you don't perceive it as an answer because you didn't actually specifically ask for it in the first place like lord help me and then maybe you get I don't know maybe someone knocks on your door and gives you something you need or I don't know it's got nothing coming to mind at the moment but lord help me if that's what you can get out, get it out. But it's not very specific, is it? So then how do you know if he's answered as well? Yeah. I do, so I do just think, and just praying for other people as well. Maybe when we're praying for other people, it's easier to be more specific because generally you've had a conversation maybe about like, oh, what do you want prayer for? Or like, what's going on for you? I don't know, or maybe not, but... Well, just- yeah, but then it's difficult sometimes to ask. Do you find yeah. this? Because I'm sometimes, um, you know, we offer prayer ministry at our church and sometimes people will come forward for prayer and they'll just say, oh, can you pray for me? And and they'll sort of explain a bit of a situation, which is fine. They don't want to go into more. But then I sometimes find myself thinking, oh, I've got no idea what to pray here because I don't, <laughs> I don't need to fully understand this situation, but I really don't think that I get it at all. And I've got to string together some coherent prayer that's going to make them feel loved and valued and cared for, but also be specific. (laughs) Um, Do you ever have that? Because sometimes it can be, and you don't want to ask more questions because you don't want to make them feel awkward and feel like they've got to share their whole life story before you can even pray for them. Yeah. But sometimes I do find myself thinking, I don't, I don't really get this situation many a time have I said to God God I don't really understand this situation like in my head (laughs) thankfully you do help me just to pray a prayer that is really going to love them and care for them and help them to know that you're with them even though I don't know what it is that they're talking about yeah Um, see I actually quite like not asking (laughs) yeah I quite like just like don't tell me too much because actually I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pray now and see what <laughs> Father God wants to say to you because yeah. Oh, yeah. it can get a bit like mentally muddled, can't you? Well, yes, I can. You can. I absolutely yeah. can because I'm trying to remember what they've told me as yeah. well as try and just have a really clear conversation <laughs> with Jesus that they're yeah. listening in on. So yeah, I yeah. I I kind of prefer like don't tell me anything. I'm just going to pray. <laughs> See what Jesus yeah. says for you. Well, it also means that you're like less likely to discount something, I guess, because yeah. if you feel like God's spoken to you about something, yeah. but then they've told you some information, you could easily discount it in your mind and say, oh, well, they'd said that. Yeah. Whereas the less you know, the more you might be likely to think, oh, okay, well, what just came into my head there? I couldn't possibly have known that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just to come back to something that you said about persistence in prayer, I don't know. I'd, I don't know how good we are at that. So I'm oh, just going to say rubbish. for myself, I find it really difficult to persist in prayer yeah. for other people. Mm. I find it easier to persist in prayer for myself. And I know mm. that sounds selfish, but I just I find it easier to do that than I do to um, persistently do it for other people. And there's a few reasons for that. One is because... 
if you pray for someone once, you you don't always feel, unless they're a really close friend, that you can keep asking them about it. Um, yeah, because I know what you it mean, might yeah. feel like you're putting them on the spot and you don't want them to sort of feel interrogated about it. This is, I guess, if you're seeing someone quite regularly. Yeah. And also, and I think we do this a lot, is we feel like we're burdening people. So we'll ask for prayer once. Yeah. But actually, like feeling that you can keep asking for prayer for the same thing, I think is really difficult. So that's why I think you do end up with people with persistent health worries who might have got prayer at the beginning, but don't then feel that after a long period of time, they can keep asking for prayer on it. Whereas they absolutely can yeah. keep asking for prayer. Yeah. But we believe that sort of lie, I guess, of, oh, we're burdening other people. We can't just keep saying the same thing over and over again. And I think as a result of that, I don't think we do get good at persistently praying because people aren't bringing forward their persistent issues does that make sense yeah definitely yeah I think that happens loads and it can get just tricky the conversation can't it because you don't want to kind of bring something up if you know it's going to be painful but likewise you kind of like I can think of people that I'm praying for privately and haven't I haven't asked necessarily for a while although one I have asked recently of like how's it going like what's the update um Mm. yeah because it can get really tricky can't it (laughs) can get a tricky dynamic as well and I think it's hard when you know that people are really hoping for change yeah and it doesn't feel quick in coming yeah it's hard you don't want to kind of add to the burden of that but no like it's going to be prayer we're going to see breakthrough isn't it and I suppose it's just sort of knowing that believing that actually believing this does make a difference it's not like it's not a wishful thinking exercise right well no. I, don't, I don't really know what to say to you here I don't really know how to help you here I know let's just pray about it because what else can we do <laughs> it's not yeah it's not that it's it's a kind of okay you're going through this really hard thing I know that Jesus has the solution for you I know he's got the solution for you he is what you need in this situation he's what you need to hold on to in this situation let's speak to him about it now because he has power he has power and he has love and kindness um yeah yeah Yeah. because I think sometimes I just think that's a lot around what we're like with prayer of just not really realizing what we have in our hands and so not making use Absolutely. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that if we've been prayed for, for something and we haven't necessarily seen an answer to prayer straight away, I, we feel a bit bad. Then if someone says, Oh, did, did anything happen or do anything no. change? And you, and you feel like you, yeah, exactly. You feel like you're being, a, you know, bringing a downer. If you're like, you know and you've got to try and couch it in some way of like oh, no but I'm sure that will happen at another, <laughs> yeah. another point you know you don't really want to be like no nothing happened you pray for me and nothing happened whatsoever Your like, you don't... useless <laughs> you don't... <laughs> we don't want to be saying that no, no we do not because it's not, not true it's not true it's not true at all but I think we do tie ourselves in knots with it don't we because yeah. we, we worry a lot in this about getting it wrong yeah. and what people are going to think. I mean, I was thinking about people that I've prayed for that aren't, uh, wouldn't call themselves a Christian. And, 
you d you know you do really worry about getting it wrong I've been trying to step out in praying for people when I just get chatting to people and they start talking to me about if they're ill or they're poorly or a situation and um had this situation where I was in the schoolyard and um I sort of made a pact with Jesus last year that anyone that spoke to me about being ill I was going to pray for because I wanted to see more people healed so <laughs> so I'm standing in the schoolyard and um just pondering different things and then a woman next to me who I do not know just was talking really loudly to her child about how she was like really physically unwell mm. and so I just stood there and I was like oh I've heard this now <laughs> and so I said to God oh God um do I need to do anything about this uh, hoping that the like I'd sort of feel a sense of now I don't really need to do anything about this and um you should know better <laughs> yeah and I, and I felt and I just really heard him say to me um Joy I think you know what I want you to do and yeah. I was like oh so I stood there like oh no I do know but I was really hoping that I was gonna wasn't gonna have to do it so I stood there and I just stood there for a really long time thinking I don't know this woman I've just eavesdropped on a conversation can I really butt into it and then um anyway Eventually, I did say to her, I'm really sorry. I just heard you speaking to your child about being ill. I'm a Christian and I believe God answers prayer. Can I pray for you? And she she looked quite taken aback, but she was like, oh, yeah, OK. And, and then so then I did sort of say, oh, well, what's the matter? Thinking, oh, I hope it's not too personal. <laughs> um, and, and so she shared and um, and so I said, oh, would you like me to pray here or, or go away and pray for you? And she said, oh, go away and pray for me. So I was like, that's fine. But it was funny that when I asked her what her name was, she gave me her full name, um, which I found really interesting. Because that I was like, is it's almost funny. like it's a real, like official. Yeah. She almost recognised the official situation that because I was asking for prayer, uh, asking her for if she wanted prayer. Like there was a, there was a moment there of recognising like that she was coming to God. It was, it was a really interesting thing. That's but, really sweet, isn't it? Yeah, but I got to pray for her. But I mean, a lot of the wrestling with God was like, oh, am I going to get this wrong? What is she going to think? Like, we think that a lot. I think fear of man stops us praying for people a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I also think one of the things that stops us praying for people is that we have other suggestions that we more quickly come to sometimes. Yeah. So, like, someone, um, I was walking back, from a Sunday service a couple of weeks ago and someone on the estate who I say hello to here and I don't really know but I say hello to here and there and she stopped me on my walk home and just sort of <laughs> she just looked very fragile and obviously wanted to offload but wasn't quite sure where to start so I just sort of invited her you, you it's it's fine to it's fine to stop me what what do you need to say and she came out with like quite a few different things of what was going on and she she'd stopped me because she knows that I'm part of Redeemer and she knows that we're a church who will try and physically help with lots yeah. of different issues in people's lives and we've got various resources as a church to help people in the area as well so she kind of stopped me with that in mind like could you help with da 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 um and so I kind of 
so that's why she came to me. And then I, she told me a bit about her story. And so then I sort of swung into action of like, wow, there's this organization. We could refer you mm. for this from them. We could offer you this as a church. And then I sort of stopped myself or just realized, what am I doing here? Like, mm. she stopped me in despair. I've got Jesus. Yeah. I've got Jesus I could offer her. And I am i don't think those things are unimportant. I think it's really important to practically help where you can. Yeah. But I just realized in myself, oh, I'm not like, I've got the solution to your whole life's issue. Yeah which is Jesus here. He is your solution and he is enough for you. I believe that thoroughly. Yeah, I haven't offered it to you straight away. So I then then did like, I did then sort of like say, I did then say a bit about Jesus to her and she let me pray with her then and there on the street. Great. But I I was just like, oh, that's quite interesting. Like I'm so quick to lead with practical offers of help as though it's a lesser thing to offer Mm. Jesus and to pay pray for someone but really that's not what I believe like I believe or I say I believe that he is enough for people and he can solve anything so why don't I offer it more maybe I don't believe it as much as I say I do because surely it would naturally flow out if I did believe it as much as I think like I've really seen and learned over the last few years in this community as well, how he really is the solution to everything. So like, mm. do you feel like I see that? I know that I want to offer that. Um, yeah. But I mean, I've, I thought about that as well, like in the run up to, to recording this of, I used to wish that I could do more than just pray. You yeah. Know, you'd yeah. say to someone, they'd say, yeah. Oh, um, I need help with this. And I, and I'd almost sort of apologetically go, oh, I'm really sorry. Like the only thing I can do is pray. And and then I'd sometimes catch myself being like, hang on, similarly to you, like, yeah. what am I? That I think that that's like Less. the worst. Yeah, yeah, like that, that's the worst case. You know, I can only pray. I mean, yeah. I, if I could do more. And then thinking, what do I believe about prayer here? Just like yeah. you were like, do I really yeah. believe that prayer changes things? Do I yeah. really believe that God hears and answers it? Do I believe that? a prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Like, yeah. do I believe it? And I guess thinking the similar things to you of why do I think that prayer is lesser? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, but standing alongside, like people in this world need people to stand alongside them yeah. and support them and care for them. And so often I find myself saying to people in prison when I'm meeting with them as a chaplain of, you know, when I say, oh, can I pray for you? And they sort of look a bit unsure. And I, I sometimes say to them, you've tried everything else, right? And it hasn't worked. So why don't we try this? And what is really amazing is then when you get to pray with them and they, they'll they say, oh, I've really felt a strong sense of peace or, or, or they'll see answers to prayer. Or mm. what I find really interesting is when you see them watching you really intently and, you know, then you're sort of reminded that as you pray for people, particularly people that don't know Jesus, you're witnessing to him. Like yeah. as you stand, as you come, as as I intercede to my father God on their behalf, how I relate to him, how I speak to him, how I engage with him, how I sort of come alongside this other person and sort of bring them to him. Yeah. 
speaks volumes, doesn't it? When we yeah. do that, because yeah. we're saying we we have got this amazing truth. We've got this amazing God. This is too good for me to just have. You're in despair. I'm going to bring you to Jesus. You know, a bit like those friends in the Bible that yeah had that's a, the had story their lame we were friend. doing. Yeah, I yeah, that's what we were doing. Friend. Yeah, and they were just like we're going to we're going to take him to Jesus yeah. and that's they physically were interceding for him really yeah. but yeah. we are doing that spiritually of just bringing people who don't know who Jesus is or what they think about Jesus but we're bringing them to him and inviting him in and and that is just so powerful i love doing that yeah um, because i think they often certainly when i've got to pray with people particularly people in prison they often really experience something of god's love and peace and comfort in that moment yeah. and yeah. come away being like wow that was really mad that was really weird and you think yeah well prayer works and then they start praying because they're intrigued by it yeah and i suppose not only how you pray communicate your relationship with Jesus to them and communicate a bit of who you perceive him to be. But even just doing it communicates a lot, doesn't it? If that's your like go-to, what does that communicate? Like it communicates a sort of confidence that, well, we'll do this first because this is what most needs to happen. Like we mostly, we need to speak to the creator of the world who's actually sustaining your every breath right now. <laughs> we'll mm. speak to him first and then we can maybe get onto some practical things that might also be a real help to you. But um, yeah, yeah. The fact that you're doing it communicates so much about the power that he has and the value of who he is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and the value of the people that you're you're doing it for because I think you know I said near the beginning like we're meant to be motivated by love but I I know there were times in my life where I felt I was more motivated by seeing God's power at work or I'd pray for people for healing because I wanted to see a healing or Mm. um, I wanted to use my gift of hearing God's voice and actually I would care for the person but that wouldn't be my overriding concern and I think the last few years I've definitely found that that is less of a thing now that I'm going into it being like, I want this person to leave the time that I've spent with them feeling cared, feeling valued, feeling yeah. loved, being like God is for them. Yeah. Regardless of what they think, because also we want Christians to be able to come into that place where they accept prayer when they're broken, when they yeah. don't know what they believe, yeah. when they're doubting, when they're struggling, when they're just like, I don't know whether I believe that God is good. And to come come to you and for you to be able to stand with them and go, you don't need to have all this together. I want to pray with you. I want you to know that God is for you. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that is really powerful, I think. And the world needs that, but we as Christians need that as well because we're yeah. constantly getting stuff wrong and constantly needing help and constantly not knowing what's going on, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'm just thinking, going back to thinking about our conversation about like, you know, persistent or ongoing or chronic things in people's lives that they got prayer for. I really think it is good to ask, actually. Like, if you've prayed for something and then you... Because someone can choose to say, oh, I don't really want to talk about it, but more often than not, people are really touched that you've cared, that you've yeah. remembered, that you yeah. you want to know, like, how is it now? 
Um, we're so British, aren't we? I know, we really are. <laughs> yeah, we really are. I mean, in a lot of things, that's good. Yeah. But in these sort of things, we we tie ourselves up in knots and feel like we can't possibly don't want ask to impose. Don't want to impose. I know. Don't want to be a burden. Yeah. You know, just, uh, we'll just, we'll just suffer in silence and yeah. keep calm and carry on. Like that's the uh, whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, I don't think that is that what God says to us actually keep calm and carry on no, at all. No, no, definitely. Oh, what an encouragement as well, though, to know that he is constantly interceding on our behalf, isn't it? To know that he's praying about things for me in heaven that I am not even aware of. Like he has kind of covered me in prayer to Father about things that I didn't, I don't even know are coming my way tomorrow. Like he's covered them in prayer. Like mm. there's things that are going to, you know, I've got an enemy, the devil, who is trying to get me. He's praying for my protection and all sorts of things from that. He's praying for my provision. He's just like, he's got me covered. It's so amazing, isn't it? I think yeah. as well, sometimes we can view it like, oh, he's done his job. He's done his job dying and rising again. He's done his job. I'm like, if I believe in him, I believe I'm saved. That's kind of job done. But no, he's like, actively involved yeah constantly in all yeah. aspects of our life like fighting for us in prayer it's wonderful isn't it not abandoning us not giving up on us when we don't get it or make the same mistake for the hundredth time he's just persistently faithfully constant to us in prayer isn't he yeah yeah definitely and um I think that also the amazing privilege is that he uses us to minister his love to other people. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think, you know, that when God prompts us to pray for someone, to be obedient in it. Yeah. Because it is scary. Like every time I go and pray for someone, particularly someone that is not a Christian, it does feel scary because you think, what are they going to say? What am I going to pray? Is this going to go badly wrong? Mm. Um, but in the end, you think, oh, this is an opportunity to minister God's love to them. And the worst they can say is no. Like yeah. if you say to them, would you yeah. like prayer? And they go, no. And you're like, okay, right. Well, but I frequently found when I, when I felt that prompting from God to pray for someone, um, I'm thinking particularly of people that I just meet randomly. It's always resulted in a really like powerful and profound conversation. Mm. And, you, and I do find myself thinking, man, what if I hadn't have followed that? Mm. I'd, I'd have missed out on that. Um, mm. And I frequently find myself in the position where people will share really personal, in-depth things about their lives. And I remember saying to God a while back, you know, in my, I think I'd written it in my journal and like just really seem to be going through a season where people are sharing a lot with me. And I felt him say to use that as an impetus for like my prayer life, for praying for them, mm. really, that the more people are bringing their issues to you, the more to turn that back into prayer. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember really being struck by that, that I can listen at the time and whether I pray for them at the time or not, but to go away and to really pray over all those people that have been sharing. Yeah. Um, because that is the most powerful thing you can do because you're saying, God, I want, I want to see your mercy and your love and your compassion in those people's lives. Yeah, yeah. I want them to see your love for them. I want this um, truth that you've set in my heart to be real for them. Yeah. And, you know, 
I think I'm a Christian as a result of people praying for me. People yeah. will have prayed for me yeah. a lot. Yeah. And and so I think, well, I need I need to pray for other people. So there are lots of people that I'm trying to pray for, but I it also is a battle. That's the other thing, isn't it? Prayer is always a battle, whether you're praying for yourself, whether you're praying for other people. Prayer is always a battle because there always seems to be some reason not to do it. <laughs> yeah, or something easier that's just like stones throw away and easy to go and do and distract yourself for hours, isn't it? I've, I really think after we had um, our hope group the other night, I was really struck by the persistence. I love that. But also the specific. I think, um, and like you just talking about there, like pray, continuing to pray for people, like, I think it helps me if I write it down, like because mm. sometimes I do f- I do find it really hard a lot of the time. Yeah. But I really find like it helps me to write things down, and not just because then I can go back and see what I've prayed for or who I've prayed for, but it just helps me focus. So that's what made me think about um, the app as well when we were discussing it. Yes. Like, oh, actually, I could do with a tool that just helps me keep track of like who I'm praying for and specifically what I'm praying for and then like be able to kind of see see God's hand of like oh actually he's answered that he's answered Mm. that um yeah because it is an amazing thing when you've prayed with someone for something and and they see an answer to prayer and then you get to join in with it and you're like Yeah. yeah yeah and you're not sitting there going oh well I did this but you're like I got the privilege of getting to pray with you so now we get to celebrate together yeah um and I think that is where our Britishness comes in of like we shall keep it all to ourselves and not share anything <laughs> with anyone um and actually I just think almost the more we're struggling like there's wisdom within that but of you know frequently I fire out messages to people and say can you pray for this can you pray for that I need help with this I need help with that because I think it also models that place of like reliance upon God, doesn't it? So yeah. whether it's us asking for prayer persistently for something or us offering to pray with other people, we want to see God at work and we want to get to partner with him in what he's going to do in people's lives. I love, yeah. I love seeing that. I just yeah. love seeing what he's doing, doing in people's lives because I frequently come away from time that I spend with people in prison, being astounded again at God's gentleness and kindness at the way he deals with people. You know, when I've stood with people and we've prayed for something and it just something that might seem trivial yeah. and the beautiful way that God answers it. And I'm like, I got to see that because yeah. we got to pray with it together. And I often come away being like, God, you're so gentle and kind and merciful to them. Yeah. Um, and I got to see that because I we were praying together about it and yeah. getting to rejoice with them when they see answers to prayer and they suddenly realise that this God that they don't really know what they think about seems to be answering random prayers for them that no one else would really care about. And I love seeing that because that's just such a joyful thing, that journey of faith. And you think we get to see that when we partner with them and when we pray with them and when we... when we join in with that yeah um definitely it's wonderful like I think you know I talked about earlier like I've received prayer for um fertility issues and so then now I'm quite keen to offer that and I've got a a lovely friend who prayed for stood with her praying through fertility issues with her and now she's got these gorgeous children and we're just like celebrate that together stories like that that you're just like wow God's so good and he's so kind but and he is those things even when he doesn't answer the prayers in the way that we want is it but that is a little bit more confusing at times Uh, yeah 
Yeah, and then also I guess the final level of like intercessory prayer is like interceding for people that you don't know. Yeah. Um, so like, for example, I guess I'd think of like a humanitarian crisis or mm. in the world or a war mm. going on. And when mm. you're interceding for those people, which I do personally find really hard. I can think of some people and a lovely woman in my church who is just really good at that, has a real burden for praying for other like people that she doesn't know, other countries that she doesn't know. And she's just really good at doing that. And I f- can often find that a real battle to do it because... I know that they're children of God. I know that they're Mm. important. I know that they're valuable. I know that they're precious, but it feels really hard to do it when I'm not with them or know them or, I mean, do you find that hard as well or? Yeah, John's better at that than me, like definitely and doing it with the kids as well, because it just, it seems so vast, doesn't it? And you don't know how to pray specifically because you don't know like what the solution is. Like there's no simple yeah. solutions or anything so you just don't really know what to ask do you so then maybe you don't ask but yeah I I do find that challenging too John's much better at it than me of just like we'll just ask just ask like yeah but then I guess if we've been talking about being specific <laughs> I know yeah. it can be really difficult to yeah. know what their specific needs are because you're yeah. like well I don't live in this place yeah. I don't know what their locality is. I don't know what their housing situation. I don't know all of these things. Yeah. So that's, I guess, coming full circle back to the spirit helps us to pray. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if my desire is to pray for people and I'm like, God, I'm going to pray for these people who are going through this situation on the other side of the world. Yeah. I don't know anything about it really. Yeah. But I know that you do. So will you lead me to pray and teach me how to do that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's God teaching us to pray, which we need help with all the time, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And and he has done that in the Lord's Prayer as well, hasn't yeah. he? Like when he was telling his disciples, this is how you pray. And so just thinking about things, you know, like earthquake in Turkey, not that long yeah. ago, is it? And you're just sure. like, what on earth? What do I ask? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there are, you know, there are things you think just generally helpful. It Like, please, Jesus, help those people that are services that are trying to get people out of the bill please like let there yeah. be clean water da, da, da. but then if you don't know like there is that model from Jesus of okay I don't know what the solution is here Jesus but your kingdom come your will be done even if that's all you can say that's yeah specific in that context isn't it yes, and absolutely yeah helpful yeah and the most important thing is to pray, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Even if, even if, like you say, okay, we'll pray the Lord's Prayer, but, you know, you just say your prayer and trust that God will use it. And, yeah. you know, he's amazing how he does that. Yeah. And sometimes I've prayed prayers over people that I think, I have no idea what I'm praying here, <laughs> but I know that I care about this person yeah. and I know that I want them to know God's love. And that, for me, is like when it, when it comes out of being motivated by love, they will go away knowing that. Yeah, um, yeah, and providing yeah. I'm not praying complete and utter nonsense over them, <laughs> which hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah. That actually, my motivation here is love, and that they will go away feeling cared for, even yeah. if I don't specifically know the situation. I'm going to do my best, but I'm yeah. just trying to serve them and seek to bring God into their situation. And then that, I think people can't fail to be blessed by that yeah. if we're re- if we're really being motivated by love. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good one to end on, do you? Yeah, great. Fab. Love. Well, well, we will leave it there, everyone, and we'll be back again soon. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. Oh.
for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.